0: Yeah, everybody, welcome to a brand new episode of Last Call at McLaren's The Best Damn How I Met Your Mother podcast (laughs) on the internet. I am one of your hosts, Josh, here with my best bud, John. Wait,
1: I'm not going by John today. You must refer to me during this episode as Turd Ferguson.
0: All right, Turd Ferguson, how are you doing today? (laughs) Bro,
1: the turd is back! (laughs) I'm great and I'm smellier than ever!
0: Sweet, sweet. I like it. I hope there's no corn stuck in you, but we'll we'll see how it goes. Now we
1: look corny.
0: <laughs> it was. It was. So uh yeah, we did two episodes last week, folks. We're here to do another two episodes this week. I hope yes! you're excited. We're just about to uh wrap season three. Uh and then we're gonna be getting into some how I met your father coming up uh next oh, week. Yeah. So it's gonna we're be we're
1: gonna we're gonna wrap up season three like Josh and I unwrap deli meat. That's right. We're gonna bring it to you cold. Uh,
0: there it is, folks. I take that however you feel. I'm not sure how I'm gonna take that, but we'll see. You're, you're gonna we'll take see.
1: that on white bread with probably a slice <laughs> of provolone and some lettuce. Knowing you,
0: no, I, I prefer the wheat bread, turd. I prefer the wheat bread. <laughs> God, <that's Harry. laughs>
1: oh, I forgot your wheat bread. But yeah, he's gonna he's gonna throw some lunch meat on there. He's going to throw some cheese on there. He's going to put probably some lettuce on there. You know it. Because Josh likes mayonnaise. He's going to put some fucking mayo
0: on there. Fuck yeah, maybe some miracle whip instead.
1: Probably a small fucking
0: salt guy sprinkle of (laughs) pepper. I have never salt and peppered a sandwich. I know that's a thing that some people do. I've seen that on, like, cooking shows before, but I've I've never done that.
1: The only one I've ever done it with is turkey. (laughs) But it's got to be turkey from, like, Thanksgiving turkey, not just, like, random lunch meat turkey. Not the same.
0: Interesting. Yeah, maybe I'll try it sometime. But uh, we're not here to cook you guys a meal. No, no, no. We are here to talk about how I met your mother, specifically Season 3, Episode 19, Everything Must Go. That's right. This episode debuted uh, (coughs) on May 12th of 2008.
1: Oh,
0: man. Yeah, man. Directed by Pamela Fryman. Be Fry! Written by Jonathan Groff and Chris Harris. Uh, I was listening to the commentary, apparently. uh, It it seems like Jonathan Groff did a a bit more of the work on this one (laughs) than Chris did.
1: I know the name John Groff for some reason, (laughs) and I cannot pinpoint
0: it. Oh, well, I mean, uh, I'm sure that he's done uh, something that you... uh, I mean, I, I know that we have mentioned his name before obviously but uh, I'm sure that he's done some other stuff let's take a quick look here folks you know sometimes sometimes does, you do does things he ever on the act
1: instead of uh, right
0: uh, if if this is the same guy uh, that I'm looking at it might be um, let me verify looks like there is a Broadway person. Whose name is is Jonathan Groff?
1: Oh, I wonder if that's what I'm thinking of. Was that Jonathan Groff on Glee?
0: Uh, uh let me see. He's definitely in Hamilton. Uh, I see that. Um, Funny it, Hamilton story. Okay. My kid
1: knows the music of Hamilton. Yes, he. it was on Glee as Jesse St. James. Damn! I knew I knew <laughs> the name Jonathan Groff! Fuck yeah! <laughs> I own that shit!
0: <laughs> it's not the same, Jonathan Groff, but there it is.
1: Well, give me credit. I knew the name Jonathan Groff, and I knew it was linked yeah. to glee.
0: Hell's it The yeah, fact man. that that, that is
1: now being recorded and used in this episode.
0: <laughs> damn Hell it! Man. Oh, that dude. That that was good. Um, this Jonathan Groff, uh, he did uh, three episodes of How I Met Your Mother. Uh, he did uh, I'm not that guy earlier in this uh, season. And then he goes on next season to do the possimpable.
1: Oh, I like the possimpable.
0: Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, He wrote uh, an episode of scrubs. It was uh, our drunk friend.
1: Oh, that's a good one. That's the Colin Farrell episode.
0: Uh, No, 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 this is a different one. This is uh, from season nine. It's the second episode of season nine.
1: Oh shit. So not the one I was thinking.
0: No. Yeah. Yeah. I know what you're thinking of, which is a fantastic episode. (laughs) He called me pretty, or he, he called me Bunny. He called me Bunny. Uh, also wrote on Happy Endings, which was a great show, uh Blackish. and then uh, some of the How to Train Your Dragon um, Netflix stuff that they did. Oh, okay. Yeah. So he did some stuff, you know. Yeah. There He's been is. around. He's been around the block a few times, John.
1: Oh, man, I didn't mean to derail us that bad. I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> no, man, because that was, that was good because uh, – Now everybody knows just how much you love Glee. (laughs) I mean... (laughs) Uh, Oh, damn. But hey...
1: Can we we just take this from the top?
0: (laughs) You you can't... Hey, no. uh, Hey there, mother lovers. No, uh, nobody can say that you don't know your Glee uh, actors (laughs) there.
1: I was like... Because I I was originally going to be like, wasn't that Jesse St. James? And I was like, I know, I can't... I was like, But I'm pretty sure that was a guy on Glee. Hey,
0: you, you were right. There you go, sir. Uh, all right, so the summary for this one. To avoid having to sell her clothes to pay to fix her apartment, Lily tries to sell her artwork. Barney learns who has been sabotaging his attempts to pick up girls and uses the opportunity to strike a blow at Ted. Yeah.
1: It's kind of funny because, I mean, <clears throat> it's a good synopsis, but there's, there's just a little missing out of it.
0: Yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta, you gotta have a little little intrigue, a little mystery, you know? You don't want to give it all away. Uh, Unless so, you're Abby. There you go, speaking of Abby, uh, uh, according to the commentary, the mystery woman storyline was actually written and shot before the, in- the introduction of Abby. So, when the show came out, it was 10 sessions and then the bracket. Okay. That's how, that's how it aired. Yeah, but apparently it was written and shot the other way around. Oh shit! Yes, yeah, so when they first did it, they didn't know who the blind was going to be. Yeah, it, they they weren't intending it to be this Abby character. It's just it kind of became that because they didn't really know at first. They were just like, we're going to do this. We'll figure out kind of. We'll decide later on who it's going to be. That's, that's why. That's why when they shot it, the woman that goes to lily has like kind of like wavy curlyish hair as opposed to the straight hair they had to reshoot that scene because they, they show it yeah again. they reshot that scene to have and it actually put britney spears i
1: mean it makes in, sense
0: in the shot with this So i thought that was really interesting all right so the episode starts off with future ted revisiting barney's problem uh, of getting slapped by women for no sure. apparent reason over and over uh, we get to see those three previous instances uh, from from before. And we get a new one here uh, where he uses the plot of Jaws to hit on some woman.
1: Yeah, I thought, I thought that was really fucking hilarious.
0: <laughs> Just like, dude, really? Yeah, it's like, you have to really hope that she's never seen Jaws. I mean... I mean, depending on... Because this was 2007, 2008? No. 2008,
1: yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> you figure... A lot of people in two thousand seven, two thousand eight, who were in their twenties, didn't give a shit about Jaws unless they were like yeah. big movie fans.
0: That you're 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 right. It, that, that is true. Uh, so for him, probably a, a decent chance that uh, she hadn't seen Jaws, and obviously she had. Uh, and so you know he he gets slapped. You know he he walks to the bar, comes back, gets slapped in the face, and he spots the woman. The, this mystery blonde woman and he chases her down uh, the street. First, he bumps into a, a different blonde woman yeah. in, a purple, in a purple dress, which I think is funny. The dress, purple, we get our yep, purple sighting, you know? Uh, and it's a completely, it's not her, but he still tries to hit on her, which is, you know, classic Barney. Uh, but classic,
1: then he, classic
0: Barney. But then he sees her and he chases her down and he jumps onto the cab, <laughs> which is great. A lot of cabs. Uh, a lot of the, cabs, you know, in these uh, in these episodes that we're doing here, uh, in these two episodes, a lot of cab work going on. Um, well, it's pre-Ranjit being like their perma-driver. That's yeah, that's true. Uh, so he jumps on the cab, and who, be- you know, lo and behold, he sees it's Abby in there. <laughs> I love that he calls her Amy. He calls her Amy. It's, it's Amy. Abby. Now here's my real question, though. We're gonna we're gonna
1: back up a little bit to him running the play. Yeah. So he's using the of Jaws. Mm-hmm. Did he say we're going to need a bigger boat?
0: I mean, I feel like he – I don't think he did say that, but I feel like he would say something like uh, – something more along the lines of like his boat is big enough, you know, referring yeah, to his, I mean, his probably. penis as the boat. I'm
1: if i, if I I'm not going to lie. <laughs> if I was running the plate, I'd be like, you know, it was crazy. We were out there that day We were on the waters. That shark came up and ripped our boat in half. And I knew right then we were going to need a bigger boat. Now, see, that would have been great. (laughs) Like, that's how I would probably work it. Yeah. And I'd be like, you know, I would work the rest of it where I was like, you know, like, we were going to be damned if we do, damned if we don't. We were going to take that shark down. It was not going to terrorize our town anymore. We lost a (laughs) lot of good men out there on the field that day
0: a lot, lot of lives a lot of lives lost now here's what i wonder so we talked last uh, last time about uh the playbook or not the playbook we talked about the bro code yep. um and i was i was trying to remember okay what well, i know that they they did publish another book and i yeah. I, I, I realized that, like, i looked it up after the fact and sent it to you uh that it is the playbook you can get the playbook yeah and i wonder if this jaws play is in the playbook i'm I'm not gonna lie i'm half tempted to
1: order both of them for my my book collection anyway
0: i mean they're so one was like 10 10 bucks and the other was like 15 i think it's like that's pretty cheap
1: yeah yeah
0: and i'm sure if you get them as a
1: combo set they're probably a little cheaper
0: yeah maybe you know so i mean that's that's not bad um but yeah i I really want (laughs) to know i was i would love to sit down
1: with them and like maybe like one of those times like where we don't uh well, maybe we could do, like, an After Hours, and, like, uh, I'll skim through the book.
0: Yeah, it could be fun. It could be real fun. Could do a series on it, you know? Just uh, going through the plays and going through the Broco and stuff, checking everything out. It'd be fun, I-, I think. Let us know, guys. Hop onto Twitter at H I M Y M. Is that something that you would be interested in? Do so you want know. to
1: hear me read to you? I'll do it I in mean, my sexy voice. There he is. I sound it. like Holt from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I'll read just like this, with no enthusiasm in my voice at
0: all. Booyah. Honestly, you sounded a little bit more like the State Farm guy. <laughs> I think it's State Farm.
1: No, so are you talking... Uh, that, is no, that the maybe one that the is? Sta-
0: well, no, Whichever Bushik one. Is
1: state Farm. Well, You're talking it's, all state.
0: All state, that's what it is, yeah. The All-State guy, who, he, who was also in yeah. Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Didn't he play Holt's brother? <laughs> uh, not brother, but it was like a, like a friend of his or like a like a, a mentor or something mm-hmm. like that. Like, yeah, it's something. been
1: a while since I've watched Brooklyn. Yeah. But that's not what we're talking about today. We're talking about how I met <laughs> your mother.
0: It's true. It's true. So uh, we, we then flash over to Lily's classroom, uh, and she's being constantly shown – Pretty much the same picture of a rainbow by the same little girl. Same and she's girl. she's enthusiastic every time, but as future Ted talks about, you know, you can do something a thousand times, but that thousand and first time that you that you get it wrong, that's when things go bad.
1: Listen, I love when Lily's like, <laughs> oh, another rainbow. Aren't you and getting sick of these? <laughs> they go back to the current time and it's what Ted says that makes the moment. I love that Ted comes home. He's like, "Oh, how was your day?" And she's like, "Oh, I made a kindergartner cry for painting a rainbow." And Ted's like, "A rainbow sounds like that bitch had it coming." Yeah, and I'm just like, <laughs> "Say what you will about Ted overall. He could be a real asshole."
0: Great moment though. Yeah, man he he's he's always got his friends' backs. You know what I mean? Always, <laughs> even if that even if that means putting down like a, a five year old little girl. <laughs> I mean. There are definitely moments in
1: the series where, like, Ted's a, an unintentional asshole, but it, it comes around to be, like, hilarious. Like, this moment. Yeah. Or one of the big ones that always sticks out for me, well, more than sticks out, it kind of drops out, is the whole
0: cooked poo. Oh, my goodness. Because oh.
1: that's not him Open being it. an intentional dick. <clears throat> that's him thinking the class pulls a prank on him. Yeah. And it just happens to be... Then he comes off as a straight
0: asshole. <laughs> it does make him. And
1: look. and oh. the one that makes it even worse <laughs> is at the very end when uh, Wendy comes out with the food and she's like, I got an order for cooked food. He goes, oh, great. Now you got Wendy the waitress in on it. And Pooh's like. Eh. Yep
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's a good one. I can't. <laughs> I can't wait till we get up up into those episodes. It's gonna be good times. Uh, so we get we go through that. Yeah, we like you said, we head over to the apartment where she, uh, you know, she's talking to Ted about stuff, and then Marshall walks in. He's got some bad news, dude. He's got bad news. It's it's going to cost them a whole lot more than they anticipated to fix the uh, the slanted floor in their apartment, and uh, which they already can't really afford no and so marshall suggests that lily start selling her designer clothes that's and not how he words it at first no it's not <laughs> he says you're gonna need to start selling your stuff
1: and her response <laughs> is classic well that's just the game we play in the
0: bedroom yes
1: and i have questions
0: okay let's hear those questions
1: my question <laughs> how much are you selling your stuff for talking to me yeah Going price. If somebody if if you were to name a price right now that somebody could be like, listen, how much to have sex? No questions asked. What are you telling them?
0: Honestly, my price is probably lower than it used to be. <laughs> it's just because I'm kind of you know been broke for a while. Uh I mean a couple couple grand. I think I think I'd be good. A couple for grand, that. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Fair. I mean, wow. unless unless it's somebody who I'm like Oh, I'd do you for free like that, you know what you know what I mean? <laughs> then I'll bring that price down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. I think I killed him, folks. I think I killed him.
1: I wasn't expecting that. How
0: <laughs> about you?
1: Oh fuck, man. Ninety five percent of the time I'm free. I don't give a shit. <clears throat> I have fun. I I mean I don't I don't give a shit. Uh it's a fun time for everybody involved usually. So I mean like let's snap Crycomb pop that case open and have some have us a good time. Now if it's on the other hand where a guy was to hit me up and say, you know, how much for a good time? Mouse to mouth.
0: House to mouth. Give me a couple grand. We'll be we'll be good. <laughs>
1: I mean, I once saw a movie where Jason Mewes was sucking duck,
0: uh, su- sucking, sucking duck,
1: sucking, sucking dick in the bathroom for ten dollars a pop because they needed gas money.
0: It's true. You got it. You got to go. You got to get what you got to get when you got to go. <laughs> where you, you got to go. It's as simple as that, man. It's the unwritten rule of the road, man. Yep. Unwritten rule of the road. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> All right. So. Like I said, he suggests that she start selling her clothes, and he's even made a website, it Lily and Marshall hilarious. Sell Their stuff.com. But that's not fair though, because Marshall ain't selling anything. I mean, that's as far as we know. Yeah, uh, he as far as we know, he's not. He he's like nobody would want to buy my you know my and I don't remember what some sort of bowling shirt yeah I love yeah because Ted's like dude he's like no, I'm not gonna sell it man <laughs> but uh, yeah realistically yeah yeah split happens bowling shirt that's what it is um, but yeah realistically he's not actually selling as far as we know anything but
1: I love or uh, um Lily's counter though about the the name of the website
0: Mega Mega it's website. Got- it's Guy Forces His Wife to Dress in a Garbage Bag for the Next Three Years.com.
1: Yeah.
0: And at one time, both of these sites were real.
1: I do remember the, I remember the first one, the Marshall and Lily Sellers
0: stuff. Yeah, that site they actually used uh, as an auction site where they auctioned off actual uh, wardrobe from the show yeah. for uh, a children's hospital charity. So I thought I mean, that, like they were actually rude. selling they were actually selling Lily's clothes like like they were doing on the show. Um but yeah the other one it was real neither of them are accessible anymore.
1: I mean that makes uh,
0: sense. The other one uh, was real and it had like pictures of the guy with his wife in the trash bag. I'll put I'll put them up in the video so people can see them. Uh, but yeah cuz like you can still find them <coughs> like on Reddit and stuff and just like if you google search or whatever. Uh, You can find some of the pictures. So they're pretty funny. Uh, I really – because I remember when that site – because I remember going to that site. There was a lot of – so many sites that they made for this.
1: I was going to say, I Um, remember at one point, me and you used to sit down and we would circle through the sites once (laughs) in a blue moon. Yeah. And I do remember – I remember it. I just don't remember much about it. It wasn't one of those ones.
0: There's quite a few of them that just aren't functional anymore, which is sad, but – I
1: mean, I'm sure they don't want to pay for the domain names for all these websites that, you know –
0: yeah, it would have been nice if they, like, put them back up after How I Met Your Father started, because, like, it, it gave increased interest, you know, in How I Met Your Mother, I'm sure. I think it would have been cool. Like, uh, CanadianSexActs.org. It's not, a, it's not It's not. accessible anymore.
1: What would have been really cool is if they'd have made a master website that could have had all of it <laughs> somehow.
0: Like, yeah, like, where uh, it's just, like, you click a tab, and it takes you to the next page of it or whatever. It's just all on one. Yeah. That would have been pretty awesome, actually um just like some sort of archive site would have been good you know i don't know i would have i would have loved to uh, to have had that ability or if somebody else had just like archived everything with like screenshots of of, of every page and 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 put that up somewhere that would have been really cool. if anybody out there knows whether or not that <laughs> exists i couldn't find anything like that specifically uh, but that would be fan that'd be fantastic to to find some of that stuff because uh as we go through this, I'm going to want to, you know, look at some of these and show people the stuff because it was really cool when it was going down. Hells, yeah. Uh, yeah, so <clears throat> we flash back over to Barney and Abby in the cab. And she uh, she's explaining that the reason that she's been sabotaging Barney's love life is uh, because he slept with her and never called. Which confuses him because he's like, that's it? Yeah. Like, you should be lucky that that's all. That yeah, happened. you were left on dry
1: land with a place to go and stuff. What's the matter?
0: <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> I mean that's literally what he does with everybody. Yep, pretty much. You know, it's, yep. it's one night stand territory. But she's
1: one night
0: stand. She is uh, far too. I don't want to. I don't want to say crazy, but a little bit.
1: I mean, uh, Abby is definitely. I don't know if I would go as far to say she's crazy. She's eccentric. She's something, man.
0: She is something.
1: I mean, this is still Britney though when she was like, I know this is like post 07 like meltdown and like shaved all her hair off Britney, but she looks good in these episodes like Oh,
0: absolutely.
1: So it's like yeah. it kind of sucks that as Abby, she gets like the shit treatment <laughs> because like she seems like the kind of girl who you could really be happy with.
0: She does lean a little heavy to one side on the crazy hot scale, though.
1: I mean, you're right. The hotness is like amazingly, like,
0: like, like that. That point has to be pretty high up on the uh, um, on oh, chart. I wouldn't <laughs> doubt that at all. <laughs> you know what I mean?
1: She's in that uh that Mendoza area, <laughs>
0: <laughs> and oh, I mean, man. Britney
1: Spears is right there with her at that point. You know,
0: it's true. It's very true. She's also uh, upset that Ted, you know, who she claims is the love of her life, started dating her boss Stella instead of her. You know, because she just assumed that would happen after she chased him down the street that one day. <laughs> uh, imagine that being the love story. Okay. This one time, I chased your dad down the street. Oh my god, dude, that would have been hilarious if they had done. You know how they do it later on with Robin. Oh yeah, where they kind of started off, where it's like she's telling the side, but it's you know, how funny would it have been if they did that <laughs> with, with Abby, and it was just like know. she's just like talking to like dolls or something. Ha, 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 ha. <laughs> I think oh, that would no. be fantastic. What
1: would make that even better is they make you think she's talking to somebody, but there's nobody there, like she's really going mental.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, that would she's
1: have been... in a insane asylum just looking at a padded wall and, like, a straight jacket. Mm.
0: That would have been fun to have seen later on in the series, something like that. Uh, so Barney also vents a bit about Ted, you know, ditching him and everything, uh, and he and Abby admit, you know, to hating Ted, even though, you know, she really doesn't hate Ted. She, no. she, she she hates and loves him at the same time. You know what I mean? Uh, and then they wind up sleeping together. Again. Again. Yeah. You know, cause I mean, Barney's like breaking his own rules. You know? I mean,
1: he's admitted before though. He's went back to the same check on. Multiple Sorry. occasions. It just it takes a lot for him.
0: I mean, I don't think it took that much here. <laughs> I oh, think it's no. just he's mad enough at Ted and she was like, Now I'm horny, let's do it. That was pretty much I it. Mean, that was it for him, man. Yeah.
1: Sometimes you know you reach for a Cheeto, things get hard, and you just go for it anyway.
0: <clears throat> there you go, folks. Uh I don't know what you want to call that play, but there it is. Cheeto does. <laughs> He just dusted his own Cheetos. Cheese balls. Che- there it is, folks. Perfect name. Cheese balls. Write it down. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so then we head over to the apartment. The gang is going through Lily's stuff, and Ted questions whether Lily has actually worn most of it. To which Robin says, "I, I doubt, our, uh that there's definitely something that you haven't worn, uh, yeah, Ted, in your closet." And she's referring. To the red cowboy boots. This I love that first this is the introduction to the red cowboy boots. Dude, they're so new, they're still fucking shiny. They are shiny, man. I love <laughs> you know that uh he's like, I you know, I can pull them off. He comes out with them on, kicks his foot up. It's it's great. He has such confidence when he wears those
1: boots. What <clears throat> reason he bought those?
0: Didn't they? I feel like they show us at some point in the series.
1: I remember him having them for something, but I don't exactly remember I for think what.
0: They sh- I don't honestly remember what it was, though, but I'm pretty sure they show us the origin of the boots. Maybe. At some point. We'll have to keep the, an eye the out. The
1: weird thing is, is that, like, I know plenty of people who've owned cowboy boots and, like, wore cowboy boots as a regular. I mean, yeah. shit. I went through a phase in high school where I wore biker boots for a year. Uh, I don't know if you remember that or not. I had those Harley boots.
0: Honestly, I don't.
1: <laughs> um, I, thought I, I thought I was the coolest shit. <laughs> but I know this for a fact, and that is that nice cowboy boots, like really good cowboy boots, one, are not cheap. Yeah. Two, I have never seen straight red cowboy boots.
0: I've only ever seen straight red cowboy boots on kids' boots. Like uh, like when I was looking for boots for my for my daughter – they had straight red ones and <coughs> i was very close to buying them <laughs> simply so i could be like you are pulling them off <laughs>
1: second first off yes yes <laughs> second thing i that really upsets me about him wearing the boots is the way he wears them cuz okay. he tucks his jeans straight down into those boots yep A true Western wearer of the boots of cow, you you do, yeah, I purposely said it that way for a reason, you do not tuck your fucking pants into your boots like that. Like, that is going to get you a straight punch in the mouth, and you're going to get roped, brazed, and sent back to New York State.
0: I mean, it is what it is, though, man. (laughs) Like You wouldn't be able to see the full glory of the boots. ooh, Ooh, you ready for this one? Tell me you've never been out of New York State
1: without telling me you've never been out of New York State.
0: And then show a picture of Teddy cut. <laughs> There it is. <laughs> uh, shit. I shit. I like that. Uh, what else I like, the jokes that they make. Oh, my uh, God, him.
1: they're great.
0: They come up with some classic uh, Western movies that include red cowboy boots. And I wrote them down here. They did The Good, The Bad, and The Fabulous. Which was my favorite. The Magnificent Kevin. And no country for straight men now I was listening to the commentary and apparently they had a whole bunch of, of different alts for this joke that really? obviously didn't make it and they went through some of them so I wrote I wrote them down here uh, they've got how the West was wonderful <laughs> uh, sword fight at the okay corral three men to Yuma. Which I thought was a good one. Man, I thought that was clever. Uh, once upon a time in the West Village, and male rider. You know, instead of pale rider. <laughs> oh, I
1: was. You went with that. I was thinking easy rider.
0: Oh no, so it's, it's a, a motorcycle
1: movie. So yeah,
0: no, it's a it's a play on pale rider, but yeah. Wow, and
1: yet not one shot, <laughs> or maybe it hadn't come out yet.
0: And w- what's funny, the male rider one. Was uh, I don't, what's his last name? It's Taron. It's uh, Kobe Smolder's boyfriend.
1: Oh, you know, Taron Terrell. Bl- or not Bla- Terrell. Blaumann, yeah,
0: uh, yeah. Guy who plays Blaumann. He came up with that one. Nice. And that's why they didn't use it. They're they're they like, yeah, we admit it. We were petty. We we're like, this guy's not even a writer on our <laughs> show. We're not giving that to him. Oh shit! Uh, fucking Blaumann. Yep, yeah, fucking Blaumann. They hate Blauman. <laughs> I mean.
1: They they completely missed kinda. the opportunity though to take a shot at Brokeback Mountain.
0: Ah uh, yeah, I don't think that one was out yet. I'm not 100% sure. What year that came out? Um let's take a quick a quick dive here folks. Uh we're going to look at some Brokeback Mountain Brokeback! Here. And uh the oh actually you know what? 2005. It definitely was out. So, so yeah. They, they could have uh, done something with that. They could have just said Broke Back Mountain if they'd wanted to. Well,
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, they could have just said Broke Back Mountain yeah. and they didn't. Yeah. So, yeah, so they missed an opportunity.
0: Yeah, it's fair. Uh, Lily is sad about selling her clothes uh, and she decides, you know what? I could just sell my paintings instead. You know, it's a, it's a great idea. And
1: we loop back to the beginning of the episode where you can say something right a thousand times. Mm -hmm. But that thousand and one, you're going to mess up.
0: (laughs) Because
1: Marshall, Marshall, (laughs) Marshall, man, is many times, although I'm going to, I will defend him on this one. Lily's art is nice, but never once (laughs) in the history of the show, except once, do we ever see her get paid for a painting.
0: Is that is that I mean, see her get paid. We hear about her getting paid because I'm, Zoe buys paintings from her.
1: That's later in the show, though, up till this point, though. Oh, oh, oh up till up this till point. this point, the okay. only painting we know that she has ever sold is the one Barney bought. Yeah. And that only happened because they found Marshall's nude art. That's true. And Barney yeah. decided he had to have one. It's true.
0: I mean, she flunked out of art school, <clears throat> you know, of the, the, the art program thing that she was doing. Yeah. You know, it, like, I love Lily, but at this stage, I think it, a lot of what it is, is she's not confident enough in her own, in herself for it. It's just like Pam from The Office. I don't know if you remember. Do you remember when they did the art show yeah. episode? Yeah, and Michael
1: buys the yeah. Um,
0: Oscar and his boyfriend are there, and sh- they don't know she's there, and they're like, she doesn't have the the confidence and drive or or whatever they say. It's kind of the same for Lily. Yeah, at this stage, it's almost like a hobby. You know what I mean?
1: I agree with that. It just it kind of bugs me because, like, I understand where Marshall's coming from. At this yeah. point, you need fifteen hundred dollars and you're going to be like, oh, let me take this basic fucking painting and sell it for five hundred.
0: Most people are going to be like, I mean, granted, it is New York City. I, You're right. You know, it, it is New York City. Although people, I, <laughs> people do buy a lot of. Not great stuff because they want to seem fancy you know, you know you're
1: 100 correct <laughs> i will address the other part of this that i want to address when we get to it in the episode but like to be continued
0: okay okay but yeah so uh marshall definitely sticks his foot in his mouth there um but he agrees to give her a week to to, to make this money to sell she's got like you said 500 bucks try to sell three paintings yeah he's, he's gonna give her a week to do it I mean fifteen hundred in a week, that's stretching for a lot. Yeah. I don't even know people
1: who work forty hours and bring home fifteen hundred.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, show me that job, please. Yeah. You know what show I mean? Show me the money. Hey, show, show me, me the money. money. Uh yeah. so so yeah. The first thing that they do, Lily displays her art uh, at a, a friend's gallery. Yeah, uh, Which I thought was, was funny because like a lady comes up to her and she's like, oh, I love it. But she's talking about her shirt. She's like, I'm Listen, not
1: selling my clothes. <laughs> I kind of wish we had seen Barney in the background doing one of his like... um,
0: Oh, like the Admiral or
1: whatever that, it was? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. The, the, Van, the Van Schmoot? No, no, Van Schmoot is the...
0: Oh, my I God, what is it? It's the Admiral something or something something like that. It's where he's the yeah. Ferdinand, something something Ferdinand. I don't know. Um, but but it's like, yeah, he's got like the, the military. The Archduke of Fenway. Uh, yeah, the Archduke. Well, and that's what it is, the Archduke. Uh, yeah, that would have been hilarious to have seen. Uh, then they head over to a local coffee shop, uh, <laughs> which I love this scene just because the different ways – between Robin and Ted to try to hype this page. It's so hilarious to see them go back and forth. I love
1: the shit talk after Robin and Ted both try. It's like, poor Robin's struggling. You can clearly tell she doesn't know shit about (laughs) art.
0: The colors are neat. The (laughs) the brush strokes look neat. Would you
1: say (laughs) it's more neat or neato burrito?
0: (laughs) Oh, I love when she makes fun of the boots and he's like, I'm pulling them off. And the the entire shop, shop, everybody. Oh, it's so funny. Um, interesting thing. That coffee shop is the exact same coffee shop from Swarley.
1: No shit. Yeah. So you know how every once in a while you shoot a scene differently in your head. You're like, Oh, if I was going to do something, Mm -hmm. this is how I would have shot this scene. Mm -hmm. Watching. So, okay. I'm going to pull a Ted here. Watched this episode probably a thousand times. First time in my life I've watched this episode and go, I would take a scene from another thing and add it into here because it would have been fucking hilarious. But it would have had to have been a background thing and drawn away from what they were doing. Okay. But it would have been. So imagine, they're having this conversation. The guy just kind of like stumbles past them. and You hear the coffee barista and they're like, Hi, what can I get for you today? He's like, "Do you see the game? Because I was there. <laughs> Burger was all like, fuck it, chuck it, football. That
0: would be a fun uh, combo of, of things. Yeah, I think that it's would a be a cute fun. dog. I would have loved to have seen um, Marina Baccarin's character in the background. Because she was the barista in Swirly, yeah. you know? I yeah. would have loved to have seen her in the, in the coffee shop. I think that would have been really funny. The,
1: the only other thing I would have <laughs> Possibly done different is have them do like um instead of bring her in, have Gunther behind the counter.
0: <laughs> Merge shows.
1: Yeah, Ooh. I mean it's New York City, bro. It's true. You only got so many coffee shops. I mean, it's not like there's a Starbucks on every fucking corner.
0: Not yet. Give it you know give give it a few years from there. I was the, gonna say like are.
1: give it like two like actually it's two thousand eight. So I mean, yeah, they're getting there at that point.
0: Yeah, they're they're definitely uh, getting there, just not quite there, you know. Man, we're having so much fun
1: with this episode. Let's keep going.
0: Hell's yeah! So we flash back to Abby's place. She and Barney still in bed.
1: Still in bed, bro. And they're,
0: and they're talking about Ted now. Barney comes up with this idea to show Ted just how lame he gets when yeah, he's in a relationship. Haircut. <laughs> it's also Ted.
1: awesome. But lame
0: she i know i said it before i mean you made fun of me before but she is so damn funny on this show oh my god like i love her on this show so much so much so that i want her to pop up on fucking i met your (laughs) father i mean
1: never say never
0: it's true (laughs) oh god it would be i mean we had megan trainer why not bring in britney spears let's do it come on guys let's go uh so we hop back over lily uh she decides to sell her painting on the street this time
1: listen this (laughs) is probably my favorite one because i love the guy selling (laughs) socks
0: the crazy sock guy crazy sock guy (laughs) yeah
1: what are are you selling yours for so i could buy heroin
0: i really
1: really (laughs) like heroin that dude sell your painting i've seen that guy
0: I've seen that guy in so many things. He is so fucking funny. He's such a good comedian, comedic actor. It's it's insane. And uh, I loved, yeah, I love him here. Yeah. This, this yeah, is even another if one of do, those. I love where she's like, um, I feel like I'm probably not going to sell it. He's like, yeah, no, it's not very good.
1: Yeah. <laughs> he's just I straight st- up with her. I still like how he's like, even if you sell it, I'm probably going to steal your money and go buy heroin. Yeah. Like, She's like,
0: well, thanks for that. Thanks for the honesty, crazy sock guy. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, but then she is a pro and she's about to leave. She's approached by the G-Quacks, John, the gay so, couple without kids.
1: It took me a while. I'm not going <laughs> to even deny this. I'm, I'm going to be 100% honest. I never understood what g stood for until today.
0: Oh, really? You never, yeah. it, you never caught it on any nope, other watches? No, never caught
1: it. I just assumed G-Quack was some Doa say <laughs> that I couldn't figure out. Gotcha. And then it dawned on me today that they literally tell you it's a gay couple without kids. Yeah. G-Quack. Yep. And I was like, oh, man, I felt really dumb. <laughs> but now I'm like, oh, G-Quack. Yeah, I know nice. G-Quack.
0: Yeah man, now now you guys so do I. Yeah, absolutely. Uh and they buy her painting for the five hundred bucks. Yes, and do. she is so excited about it, you know. And this is
1: where I have a problem because she instantly goes to Marshall. Like they go next scene, she's in the bar, and she's like, Oh, I'll give you a Lily uh Lily original, and she's got a napkin and she starts and she flips it and it says suck it. Yeah. And it's like, first off, you <laughs> raise five hundred dollars.
0: You sold In one like, painting.
1: One fucking painting. Yeah. Stop being a cocky, arrogant bitch. You didn't raise the fifteen hundred. You mm-hmm. raised a third of that. Yeah. And that's a thirty-third and a thirty-third. Per... <laughs> I can't even do it. I can't. <laughs> I can't because I'm too hard <laughs> man about it.
0: So just uh, know. But yeah, like if she wanted to be cocky like that, she should have like you wait until you get it all, and yeah. then you say, "Here's fifteen hundred bucks. Suck it." You know what I mean? Yeah. Because yeah, okay, sure. You got five hundred bucks, but if you don't sell another painting, then you're still out a thousand. Like you're still down a thousand. You still got to sell all your stuff. Like it's plain and simple. But yeah, uh, you know the the whole gloating and everything. Marshall takes it pretty well. So you know what I mean. I
1: mean he. Has- Too man he doesn't want her to sell her shit and he's trying to be supportive after sticking his foot in his mouth
0: that's true uh and so ted suggests that she call the g quacks to see if they'd be interested in you know some more of her paintings or like to sell to uh some of their other g quack friends and whatnot fabulous fabulous uh after she heads off we get barney and abby showing up in their matching powder blue outfits and khaki pants. I
1: love the sweaters that they're wearing.
0: Yeah. I'm not, nice gonna deny color,
1: it. I'm not a big sweater guy, but I'm like, I'd wear that.
0: Yeah. I like the color. Definitely. Uh, and they're acting all cutesy, trying to show Ted what he's like. Barty's he's... wearing glasses. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Apparently I was listening to the, to the commentary and uh, Jonathan Groff told the props. He was like, find some old like dad type glasses and apparently what they did is they looked at him and just got glasses that looked like his because he apparently wears that style of glasses. <laughs> oh, it made me laugh quite a bit when I was listening yeah. to the commentary. <laughs> uh, so, you know, they go through this whole thing. And uh, to, to really kind of put a capper on this bit that he's doing, Barney decides to propose to Abby. Abby. Oh yeah. Problem is, Abby doesn't know it's a bit. I mean,
1: Barney plays it off like it's a bit.
0: Yeah, well, but, I she mean, she thinks she thinks the proposal part is real.
1: I she, I'm wondering if he didn't tell her.
0: Probably not. I mean, Barney probably not.
1: That's true. Yeah, it's Barney. Barney. And so
0: she, she runs off and calls her mom. Called her mom, <laughs> uh, and then we go back over to Lily. She's called uh, up the GQuacks and offers her uh, other paintings to them, but is told that the only reason they bought it was for the, for frame, the frame, which uh, he says is a, is an original Anton Kreitzer from the turn of the century. And I found out the name Anton Kreitzer. Was the name that Norm used as his alter ego in the Cheers episode, The Two Faces of Norm.
1: See, and that's what I'm talking about. That's why I love shit about this show.
0: Mm-hmm. Little
1: nods to everything.
0: Yeah, I was like, oh my god, that's amazing. Because I, I was like, is Anton Kreitzer like like a real guy? Like, what, what is this? I had to find out. No, I, Nope, it's it from Cheers. There it is, folks. Give me a Norm. <laughs> I, I'm not. I don't really have a good norm.
1: No, I just mean like a norm.
0: Oh, 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 <laughs> <Turd>! <laughs> <laughs> oh hey, your name is not Norm. Your name. Your me name me is Turk Ferguson, so. Ferguson. Turd Ferguson. Ferguson. There it is. Uh, <laughs> and, and then they tell her that they actually threw her painting away, which I'm like, that's harsh, man. Real I hard. mean,
1: here's my thing. If you were gonna just trash the painting anyway, why not just tell her that then?
0: And yeah, then... why? Why not just be like we we just want to buy the frame? Though so, she may not have sold it to them. Maybe that was their thing. They didn't mm. want. They didn't want her to know that she had this like nice. Because that thing was honestly that frame might have been worth f- fifteen hundred or more. And well, they got So it first here's my ticket. real
1: question, then. Because, like, I didn't think about this until just now. How did she get their phone number?
0: They did a cash transaction on the street. That's a good question. I hadn't thought about it, either. Yeah, she just happens to have their phone number for no real apparent reason. Huh. She just she opened up a phone book, <laughs> looked up G-Clock. <laughs> 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 it's just in there. <laughs> I mean, there you go, folks clock sign on 7th camp from Mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Uh and so now she's she, she's heartbroken about all this and now she she's forced to sell her stuff. And uh she as she's sitting on the couch, she's sitting there with Robin or whatever, she uh, she gets a sale from a uh, ca- Canada girl at metronews1.com. <laughs> yep, <I'll, laughs> one of her shirt or no, it was a dress. Yeah, while she was sitting there next to her Listen, I,
1: I love what Robin says, though. It's still in the family.
0: Still in the family. Now I gotta. I want to keep track. I want to see if she wears this on the show. Oh, that'd be hilarious. You know, because I I say this because, um, in the next scene, Marshall and Ted, uh, they they burst in right, and they reveal that they went to the G. Quack's apartment. Oh yeah. And so we get this scene over there. The shirt that the main guy Lawrence is his name is wearing, they reuse that shirt later on in the in the show in season eight. Robin's boyfriend Nick wears that exact shirt. Ah, if you Nick. if you go to Nick's uh, fandom wiki page on the yeah. How I you Met Your Mother fandom wiki, it's a picture of him in that exact shirt. No shit. Yeah, yeah. So I'm just like, they obviously do use the 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 wardrobe stuff over. So I think it would have been a cool thing if, if Robin winds up wearing this this dress or whatever. Fair. Sure. Have to keep an eye out for it, man. Love to see. If any of you know, just off you know, off your heads, let us know. At last call. H I M Y M. Picks or it didn't happen though, folks. Sure. You know, you know what the kids say. That shit's on fleek, right? <laughs> totally <laughs> even, on fleek. I'm not even sure what that means. Usually on point. Oh, okay. Well, then my statement is on fleek.
1: I mean, you know what kids fucking say? Fucking mint.
0: Fucking mint, folks. Fucking mint. Uh, and apparently, as we, I think, have learned before, gay guys love Marshall.
1: <clears throat> I mean,
0: they do. They do. I they love
1: definitely. the fucking how he compliments him. Yeah, we, we're here about the painting my wife set, uh, sold you. Uh, apparently, you guys were just interested in the yeah. frames. Like,
0: the one with the nice frame? The nice frame. Talk about a nice frame. Yeah. Uh, but then Ted says, you know, I, you know he, he's like, I'm going to, I got to ask you this. And he asks him about the boots. He's like, what do you think about the boots? And Lawrence gets his, gets his I don't know if they're married or not um, at this point. Because I'm not, I don't honestly remember when gay marriage was legalized. So they, I don't honestly know if they would be legally married at this point. Um, but he gets his partner in. And he takes a second, he looks at it, pulling them off. And Ted, he's triumphant. He walks out, he goes back out to the cabbies. Oh, yeah, just
1: excited. instantly walks
0: right back out. Yeah, man, he is G-Quack approved, man. He's, I mean, I guess if you got a G-Quack approval. That's all he needed, man. That's all Ted needed. He was looking he for somebody. Some- <laughs> somebody between his friends and the entire Cafe, laughing at him about these boots. Abby, he needed somebody. He needed a win on these boots because literally, that's his only storyline in that's this. His episode.
1: only, yeah. That's it. uh I just want somebody boots. to hug me and say
0: that everything is going to be all right. It's boots and, gonna... and 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 talking to Abby and Barney at the bar. That's yeah. it. That's yeah. his whole storyline. is boots in that. Boots. <laughs> Boats and hose. Boats and hose. Ted. Boats and hose. Uh So Marshall found out that they put it in the dumpster downstairs. But when he got there, it was gone. But the super told Marshall that he saw a doctor uh, take the painting. So they decided to go visit this doctor to see, like, wh- why did you take the painting, you know? Uh, and they find out it's a veterinarian. And he tells them that the painting seems to calm dogs down. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah, you know it gives, which is interesting because I think she's. I'm trying to remember if it's said in the episode or if it was said in the commentary. I don't honestly remember. But dogs are col- like they don't see colors.
1: Yeah, I know that's not mentioned in the episode, but okay. I thought the same thing. Yeah, like dogs are colorblind, so they're not seeing what yeah. we see. Yeah, so it could be something in the patterns that could just calms
0: them. Yeah, um, it, but it does not calm birds, man. It, it no, bums birds them hate out. It. Oh yeah, man, it makes them crazy. Because <laughs> he tells this. A story, <laughs> a, a bird cried open the cage and flew into a ceiling fan. <laughs> it's like, God oh, damn. Oh, like, well, don't take your paintings to an aviary. Yeah, <laughs> or maybe, or maybe do. Could be interesting. See what happens. Right? <laughs> I don't know. We'll have an interesting time. Uh, and so the doctor agrees to buy four more paintings. Yeah, yeah.
1: all at five hundred dollars a piece.
0: Yeah, which yeah.
1: gives them two grand. Mm-hmm. And well, tw- it,
0: twenty five hundred total because of the first five. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So they like they wind up with an extra thousand dollars.
1: Yeah, which Marsha wants to reinvest into Lily in her art. Yeah,
0: and then he sets up a th- an- another a second website uh, for her in this to sell her artwork to veterinarians, and it makes me wonder: is this artwork <clears throat> for veterinarians site the site that? That Zoe bought it on. You know what I mean? Like well, I don't I don't question. remember I don't remember if they specifically say where she got the art from. They don't. So it makes I I have to wonder if if this if she got it off this website. I don't know. Uh, but then we get a bird smashing into the window.
1: <laughs> yeah. I love Marshall, though. Man, birds really don't understand you.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> reminded me of uh of the cockamouse yes the cockamouse smashes yeah yeah that's what it made me think of
1: oh man that is such a great thing yeah. We're so far away
0: yeah uh so the episode ends with abby doing some wedding prep in her apartment uh barney comes over because he apparently forgot his tie there Rookie move, first off. Yeah, very rookie move. Like, because that requires him to go back to the scene of the crime. Like, rookie mistake there, dude. Like, what are you doing? Uh, (laughs) I thought the same thing. mm -hmm. Uh, So he tells her that, you know, they're not getting married. You know, this, you know, but he says it's because Ted told him not to do it because he must still be in love with Abby. And then he gives Abby Ted's address and just leaves. The thing is, though, they set this kind of thing up, but we never see or hear from her again. Nothing. Like, she has Ted's home address. Yep. And she's well, madly... We in Well, we don't know that
1: she actually has Ted's home address, because she never shows up there.
0: I mean, I feel like because... For all we know... Because of how upset with Ted Barney was, I think he would have gave her the actual address.
1: I mean, maybe... But for all we know, he gave her the address of some crack den that's been abandoned. And she went in there to, you know, see Ted, got mugged, stabbed and, you know, butt out.
0: I mean, you never know, man. Or maybe she married the crack dealer. Oh, yeah. Maybe she married
1: the crack dealer who looks like Ted Mosby. Maybe. Or maybe she met Ted Mosby, the porn star.
0: I was just thinking that. (laughs) It's as close to Ted Mosby as she could get. So she took it. Oh, she took it. <laughs> but she but she told him, she said, "But I I'm changing my last name to Mosby, so when they get married. So you got to deal with that." <laughs> Whatever the fuck his name was. I don't remember what his actual name was. Uh, not <laughs> like Kyle was. something maybe. I don't even remember. He's Ted Mosby. That's all we need to know. Uh, okay. So, according to the commentary, the original ending for this episode was supposed to be Barney would go in and break off everything with Abby, and she would get really pissed off because of the fake proposal and continue to stalk him. Oh, that, was, shit. that was how things were supposed to originally go. But on the apparently on the day of shooting, they rewrote <coughs> that ending to what we got. And this is why writers on set are very important. I I bring this up because we're in the middle of a writer strike right now,
1: just like we were
0: during the season. And this, this, the, this back half of the season happened after the last writer strike. So like they were, they were rushing to get everything done in the first place. Um, and so like, this is a reason why having those writers on set, they're being treated right is, is important. It's very impactful. And I just wanted to put that out there. So, yeah, I thought that was out there. Okay, I'm here. What up, folks? What What up? up? All right. So that is uh, all for this episode. Uh, It's season three, episode nineteen. Everything must go, John. What are your uh, final thoughts on the episode? A
1: good episode. Yeah, it's, just, it's funny, man. It is. It's, it's start it's to finish. I laughed. I had a good time with it. Yeah. I don't I don't hate this one.
0: Yeah. Anytime that we, you know, we got to see Abby, Brittany come in and play this character was always great. Um, uh, She's hilarious. And then the, the start of the boots <laughs> is, is fantastic. I, you know, it's a, yeah, I really enjoyed this episode quite a bit. It's, it's a it's a good it's a fun one. It's a real fun one. Alright, so, now, we've oh, talked, yeah. we talked about the episode, you know, we've chit-chatted, we've had some laughs, but now it's time to get serious, John, because it's time for Barney's blog. Suit up, bitches! Yeah, that's right. Alright, so for this one, we are taking a dive. we're gonna fondle Barney's mail sack number six. <laughs> That's oh, right. folks are going to fondle that sack. <laughs> All right. Like to touch the honey. Yes. Okay, so this one uh, starts off. Dear Barney, you know how you're always right about everything. You know how you have an uncanny ability to dispense with a theory with some words of wiz- wisdom that undoubtedly always prove right and how you look really really awesome in suits? Well, I can't believe I'm saying this because you've taught me so much and I owe you the world, but I think I'm going to respectfully disagree with you on serious relationships. See, I'm in a relationship with my doctor girlfriend, Zella Stinman. And the more serious we get, the more it seems like birds are singing, angels are jumping from cloud to cloud, and little kids are playing tiddlywinks in grassy fields or whatever they do. That seems so much more rewarding to me than how an awesome best friend has incredible sex with one hot chick one night and then with a new and different hot chick the next night. And so on and so on in, uh, ad infinitum. Is there something I'm missing? Med Toesby, New York, New York. <laughs> Obviously, wow. Barney wrote this this letter, quote unquote. Uh, <laughs> using Ted's uh, you know, situation to make fun of him, which I thought was pretty funny. So he answers back, he says, Dear Med, yes, you're missing something fundamental. Observe. Uh, and he puts up a picture of a, of a line graph where it's uh, percentage of lameness to seriousness of relationship, and the line just kind of steadily goes. <laughs> <laughs> so as the more serious the relationship gets, the more lame uh, that you become. Uh, and then it just says, get well soon, Barney. And that's wow. it. <laughs> Plain and simple. Simple man. little blonde today. Yep. It's it's just that. And it's just his little dig at Ted.
1: I was going to say another little dig at Ted.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's, Damn. He had to use it. Or, or as this says, Med. Med. Med Toesby. So here you go, John. Ted Mosby. Med Toesby. Jed Mosley. Or Jed Mosby. Who you got? Oh,
1: there's definitely a point where he's like, my name's Ted Mosby. He, he totally did. Oh, he said
0: it. He <laughs> totally said it. <laughs> uh, ah, shit. But, yeah. So that, folks, that was Barney's blog uh, for this week's episode. Uh, yeah. Uh, you got any extra I thoughts? I guess you here? could
1: say Barney's sack was a little light.
0: Yeah, a little a little, a little, light in the sack there, Barney. Uh, you got any, uh, anything else, any last thoughts about Sadly, the I do not. I think this is uh, a good episode. All right. So then uh, why don't you let everybody know where they can find you? Listen, people,
1: I, I, I say it every time. Twitter, go to Twitter, find me on Facebook. <laughs> Hell, one time I gave you all my phone number.
0: <laughs> I cut that out of the episode. Oh, did you? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Well, I pulled it, I shot it, I put my phone number in the episode. Josh cut it.
0: I did no, cut it. No
1: wonder why I didn't get any text messages.
0: Yeah, I didn't I didn't want to risk that. <laughs> that was early uh, on. We didn't know what kind of crazies might be watching the show.
1: We still don't know what kind of crazies might be watching our show. But they're loyal. <laughs>
0: they are. They are loyal. And and, we uh, love you people. absolutely love all you crazies.
1: So you're going to hop on over to Twitter. It's simply saying J1. And you're gonna just drop me a one-line <laughs>
0: message that says, What up with that? What up with that? That's right. That's all you gotta do, folks. You can follow me on Twitter at movieblog Merc. That's the Twitter page for my site, Merc the nope, movie I'm blog. Not gonna do it. You're not gonna do it? Okay. Nope. Don't do it I'm gonna, then. I'm gonna unfollow you right now. You son of a bitch. <laughs> Listen here, folks. If you're sick and tired of <laughs> Kurt Ferguson like I am.
1: Oh, he- I'll fucking quit right now. Recast my
0: position. Do then it. head head over to Twitter at Turd Ferguson and unfollow that that son of a bitch. <laughs> oh
1: man,
0: uh, un- uh, Turd Ferguson J one. That's that's what it is. That's what it is. <laughs> uh, but yeah, if you if you are watching uh, on the YouTube channel, you are watching on the American Movie Blog YouTube channel. So be sure to hit that like button, smash that subscribe button. Click that little bell, wherever the fucker is.
1: And remember, if you're watching from your mobile device, you can use that little bell to set notifications
0: to let you know when we drop our content. Hells yeah, you can. If you're listening on audio, be sure to head over to anchor.fm slash Last Call H-I-M-Y-M. Leave us a voice message there. We'd love to hear your beautiful or not so beautiful voices there. Ask us some questions. Leave us some comments. Tell us your concerns. Whatever. If it's good enough, I mean, I'll still probably put it on there. If you're like, you guys suck ass, I'll still probably play it, and then we'll talk huh. about it. And uh-huh. we'll make fun of your voice for it. I mean, just Josh that might
1: out just sucking ass once in a blue moon. You hey. can't discriminate. Hey, man. Until you've
0: tried it, don't come at me. <laughs>
1: or maybe you can for a couple grand. Who <laughs> yeah,
0: knows? you can. You, you well, sure.
1: We'll Absolutely. hammer that out in the fine details.
0: <laughs> uh, and if you li- are listening on Apple Podcasts and you like what you're hearing, you can leave us a five-star review, and we will read that out on air as well. Uh, be sure to hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Last Call lastcallHIMYM. And uh, I think that's all I got for him. man. What do you got for him?
1: In my head, I'm just thinking, man, if they really like us reading shit out, jump on over at Patreon. I'll read you a book. <laughs> I'll be like, I'll be like, Golden snitch pin. There it is. Warning. Choking hazard. Not for children under three years old. Made in
0: China. It's like your own version of an ASMR.
1: (laughs) There you go. Listen, I'm going to say it nicely today. You don't have to go home, but you can't listen here.
0: All right. Catch you guys next time.